What's up, Taking Sides family, Dashley family, Dallin and Ashley here. Ashley's feeling a little bit under the weather today, but she's still trucking. I just ate meat, and I always get sick when I eat meat. Poor girl. So I'm Combined just... with other things going on. Nope, not combined with other things going on. Um. Okay, let's just do the music. Hey everyone, you're listening to Taking Sides with the Dashleys, a show where couples send their funniest arguments or most divisive daily disagreements to us, the Dashleys. Everybody wants advice on their relationship issues, but it can be kind of risky to talk about them with your family and friends sometimes. Taking Sides is a new podcast where you can anonymously solicit feedback on your relationship issues directly from us, Dallin and Ashley, as well as from special guests from time to time. We'll give you our unqualified advice and our thoughts with the hope that it is somewhat insightful, maybe helpful, and definitely entertaining. So please send in your submissions to takingsideswiththedashleys at gmail.com and you will be in one of our next podcasts. Cool. Let's go. Let's go. Okay, before you start talking, I just need to make an announcement. Do do, do make it. So I feel like we've been a little bit confusing. Well, actually, I think we've been the opposite of confusing. We've been so like dialed into what we want you guys to send into us that you've been really good and only sent those things in. But I think- Like disagreements? Yeah. I think thinking about our podcast, I think it would be fun too if you ha- want advice for- da- Like you can send in if you want advice as well, not just if you're in a fight. I think that'll open it up to a lot more people to like have their voice heard and to send something in because some people are not fighting all the time <laughs> or they like, I've never heard of those. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, no, no, no. Like not everybody just has these, these disagreements that all the time they just need, like, I hear what you're saying. So like, but everybody is curious to know, like, you know, there's perspective on some aspect of marriage or relationships and, um, or family or family in general. So this would be, this would be really fun for that as well. Yeah. Just anything. And we talked with our neighbors. We have neighbors who's a pastor and they do family counseling all the time and they want to come over and be on our podcast. Well, and we're after start, we're Dallin and to, I were awkwardly, awkwardly like, oh, can you be our counselor? <laughs> <laughs> no, a little too close for that kind of relationship, <laughs> our neighbors. Uh, but anyways, I would think it'd be cool to have them on our podcast. So we're looking to get more guests and people who like are, do this like for their career and like professionals at it. I think that would be really cool because we'll have questions for them too. Obviously. Obviously. So with that being said, let's dive into our first email, Ash. And this one is kind of an advice one. It's not so much a fight one. It is. Okay, cool. Hey, Dale and Ashley and Jordan, James and Luna and Dash. She's <laughs> a vlog watcher. Yeah, this is a subject we've talked about multiple times. I've shown him ring options I like, and he's asked me multiple times for ring sizes, six and three fourths. We've been together for four and a half years. Bought a home together and have two dogs and a cat together. It's ob time, obviously time. What is holding him up? I've told him multiple times that I don't want a wedding tomorrow. I just want the commitment. Thank you for any advice you have. Okay, so I know something. I worked with a teacher my first year teaching and she and her husband, her husband, not her husband, her, uh, what do you call it? Partner. They didn't, he didn't want to get married. Her partner, they had lived together for years and years and years and years and years. And she, I think she kind of wanted to get married Uh and he was very much, he came from like a divorced family and he was very against ever getting married. Yeah. And then I guess in the state of Utah or any state, there's a, 
like if you've lived together for so long, you're technically considered married. And she pulled that out and he, he was like, what? <laughs> Cause they were like technically married already. Yeah. I don't know if that is a rule in your state, but that worked here for her. Well, was that fair to him? Like what? If it's he didn't just like to? a law thing. That's like funny. they've cohabitated for so long. The, like the state just considers them married. Is that a Utah thing? I don't know if it's a Utah thing. It's a something thing. And also it may not be a thing. Cause I was kind of like eavesdropping in on the situation. So look it up, fact <laughs> check me and well, don't take my word for it. that is not the route that I would recommend. <laughs> no, they, I'm just saying they might already be, it might legally be a thing. Oh, maybe your state has a, a law like that. They might that. Like already be bound of, together. Like the ancient laws of the town of Pawnee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, if you don't have an ancient law that can get you married, Liz, um, Let's see here. It's hard to like make some, not make someone, but to be like, well, we need to get married. If you're like already living together, you already have a house. Like you're already so committed to each other. At that point, a wedding is kind of just like a big party that a lot of people just don't want to throw. Yeah, pretty much. So I guess uh, it sounds like you have a different idea of marriage in your mind than he does in his mind. And for whatever, re whatever reason, he's afraid of like, putting a name to it or he's waiting for a big surprise that hasn't happened yet. Like it's, there's just a lot of context for like a big moment, a big moment. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like there's just some context that you're missing that he has in his mind and that you guys just need to, to come together on because like, I don't know, maybe it's not really romantic, but I feel like I'll tell like Ashley and I were very aware that we were going to get married before I proposed well, to her. Only because. And so we were just more on the same page about like that this was actually happening. So it was more of just a matter of fact of like. Okay, wait. Let a me, matter of when. Let me give backstory. So Dallin and I are, we, we chose not to like have sexual relations or to live together before we got married. That was our choice. What do you call that? Like, uh, what's the word? So. <laughs> What? Celibacy? celibacy? I don't know. Marriage? Yeah. We, so ch chastity or we like, I don't know. We did that. So there's kind of like a, an, a desire to get married, I would say, but also uh, what are they barking at? But also I worked at a school and Dallin went to a school that they were about an hour away and if I got a letter one day from my school, they sent out a letter to all the teachers and they were like, if you want to keep working at this school, please like give us your notice that you want to keep working and we won't look for teachers to replace you. And if you don't want to keep working, please give your notice and we'll start interviewing teachers to replace you for the next school year. So Dell and I were just sitting in the car and I turned to him and I was just like, well, I need to tell my school if I need to quit or stay. So... <laughs> What, yeah. what should I tell them, Dallin? Kind of hurried the process along a little bit. And I needed to decide where I was going to go to school the next year, too. So it was kind of like, like... I was. It was like either Utah or... Well, kind of because Ashley needed to find a place to work. So. I needed to know the underlying thing that was I was saying that I wasn't saying was, are, you, are we getting married or are we not getting married? Yeah. And Dallin answered with, yeah, you should tell them that you're quitting. Yeah, because you're not going to be in that location anymore. Yeah, and then the next day we like planned our whole wedding. Uh -huh. And then the next day we told our parents that we were getting married. And then like a month and a half later, we got married. Yeah. We would, we moved that along real quick, like real quick, like four months quick. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Man. So you guys have been together four and a half years. 
Um, I'd say it's definitely. There's a commitment level there. Yeah, that's huge. So like. Just it's, follow it's your heart. The, I know. Like there's obviously some context that you're missing as to why he hasn't asked yet. So just have a have a d- good old fashioned DTR. Like let's talk about this. Being married, getting married is something really important to me. I would love that. Like um, where's your, where are you at with this? Like I really want to know because I want to be on the same page with this. Obviously it's our life. That, and I. Sean I want Mayer to be, said it best. What? Life's too short to keep playing the game? No. Another one. Say what you need to say. He literally made a whole song repeating that phrase over and over and over again. Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. Say what you need to say. So just that say what like you need to say. That is like the theme of our podcast. Maybe we should make that the new theme song for this podcast. <laughs> How much do you think it costs to license that song? Like two, three hundred thousand? Something. Follow your heart. <laughs> say what you need to say. <laughs> Stay away from ultimatums unless you really want that. No, what kind of relationship lasts that began that has? Well, I get like some people are like, I need you to commit or I need to move on. But I feel like you're committed. Like you live it together. You have a house together. You've been together. For four years. So I don't think commitment's an issue. Just seek context right there. All right. Good luck, Liz. And I really hope that it works out for you guys. Wait, 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 wait. What? On Gmail, you can either say so cute, love it, or so sweet. The automatic response. Yeah. <laughs> Which one do you want to do? <laughs> I could send a more personalized response. Just do like that. love it. By the way, everybody's questions we haven't, we've answered so far. We're just flying through these and then just organize our inbox. We just delete them right after we don't reply. We should probably start replying to these people. Well, I think the reply is our podcast. I have, that's a good just point. Just hit, hit love it. Love it. Okay, Liz, you're listening to this. So you know that we just hit love it and sent it to you. <laughs> from me straight from us it was the automatic reply but the real reply right here from our voices through the podcast thank you pert happily and that is what we are doing right now next from rachel hey ashley and dallin my name is rachel and i feel like i have so much in common with y'all which makes listening to your podcast so fun cool i grew up in georgia about one and a half miles from gainesville and my husband is from oregon man well ashley's from georgia and i love oregon we met at byui and i was married for three years Huh, you went to BYUI too. Yeah, and I went to Georgia. Yeah, my husband and I were raised in such different cultures, being from opposite sides of the country, us. Preach! (laughs) And one thing that periodically comes up that we can never agree on is the pronunciation of several words. For example, lawyer, orange, and oil. How do you pronounce those? I pronounce lawyer, orange, and oil. Okay, so I know what she's saying. I grew up with two Yankee parents. So I was not blessed with the Southern accent. Yeah. Lawyer. She probably says it lawyer. In Georgia. Uh-huh. In the South. Like I know That's a, people in there's the South a little boy who lawyer. I knew. Well, I don't know him, but he's my, one of my best friends, nephews. Uh-huh. And his name is S-A-W-Y-E-R. Yeah. And I would say that Sawyer, but Sawyer. people from the South say Sawyer. Hey, Sawyer. Uh-huh. And then orange, 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 maybe orange. orange. Orange County. And then oil. I mean, I kind of say it when I go home, I say it more like when I would leave, when I would go home from college and live back home for the summer, it's oil. Oil. Yeah. Like I got to go change my oil. My oil. Yeah. I call it oil. So obviously I think the Southern ways are right. And our ways are just mispro- like ignorant mispronunciations. <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> I think ours is the right way to say it because we're actually pronouncing all the letters. No, I mean like lawyer. lawyer. Orange. No, you're not pronouncing all the layers. Oil. In, no, listen, in lawyer. Well, more of the letters than liar. No, orange, lawyer. Oil. 
in law. You get what I'm saying, right? No, I don't. Because lawyer, L-A-W, you say lawyer. I guess you pronounce lawyer more correctly. But orange and oil are definitely less pronunciated than orange and oil. You feel me there? Anyway, she says, we always just laugh it off and keep pronouncing them our own ways. But I'm curious if y'all ever countered this at all being from different places. Ashley's accent does come out when she's reading things more than when she's talking. When she's reading, I feel like just since you learned to read. You should help me. You should the, listen to me read the scriptures. It's like yeah. Her Southern accent really gone comes with out. the wind. Yeah. P.S. We live in South Carolina, Carolina now. Oh, I, I love tried, South I, Carolina. I tried to pronounce it like the Southerns. You this, didn't. This, it was terrible. South Carolina? No. Carolina? Carolina? South Carolina? Carolina? Well, you can't do it. Carolina? It's just not in your blood. It's not. I was born. I was born there. So South Carolina. I was born in Georgia. I'm from South Carolina. Is no, that good? That's how like an idiot would say. For it. South Carolina, why? Would, like why? A, not you. I don't. I'm not saying you're an idiot. Why would it? How? What if there's listeners who pronounce it like that? You just called them all an idiot. I don't think anyone actually pronounces it like that. You pronounce it like a southerner would. No, it was very different. South Carolina. It's just it's too pronunciated. South Carolina. It's a subtle. It's a subtle South Carolina? accent. Carolina. Just. Nah. Yeah, just like that. Is that good? Now, and I seriously think it'd be the perfect place for y'all. Close enough to ski resorts in North Carolina. Stop. And also warm enough to grow fruit trees. We're also an hour and a half from the beach, one direction. Mountain That's mountain not mountain what area. people sound like there. Dream y'all should totally check it out. That's like Colorado Hills. <laughs> or like deep, like deep into the Utah wilderness. Utah, I don't think anyone from Utah talks like that. Y'all got to go down there south there. That's oh, okay. not the South. I'm sorry if I just offended every single listener from the South. You right. offended me. Next question. Oh, wait, 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 wait. What? I would totally live in South Carolina. Would you? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Myrtle Beach is a beautiful place. The I've Outer Banks. It's beautiful. Cool. We should check and their, it out. And their license plate is a palm tree with a little star and a moon above it. What? It's the, one of the more romantic license plates. Wow. Speaking of a star and a moon, Coldplay is coming out with a new album November 22nd with a sun and the moon on it. Oh, I was like, what does that have to do? Yeah, it's uh, it's like a two-album release. Oh, it's kind of like Beyonce when Sun she did I Am and Sasha Fierce. Anyways, love Coldplay, so that was just really exciting to see their Instagram post yesterday. Thought I would pass along. Okay, next question. This is from Katie. Hi, Dashleys. I love your vlogs and podcasts. Thanks, Katie. Can't wait to hear your side on an ongoing pet peeve of mine. Okay, so my boyfriend, 26 years old, calls women hun or honey. That's a Southern thing, right? Yeah. Hey, hun. He is a nurse and calls his patients this, as he has called his cashiers this. He's even called random people on the street, regardless of their age, this. Mm. <laughs> I think it's condescending and slightly, parentheses, very creepy, coming from a man. <laughs> he is coming from a good, friendly place, but I believe it comes off wrong and wouldn't want to be called hun by a random man. Yeah. I'm... Let us know what you think. Okay, so if it's like an 80-year-old, angelic, silver-haired, like Andy Griffith when he got old man and he called me hun and I knew he like grew up in like Savannah. Like it's an endearing phrase. Yeah. Yeah. Then I, then I wouldn't care. But if it was like my cash register who wasn't, it was like a 26 year There's old like guy. There's like older women cash registers who have called me hun as I'm checking right. out. And, but they're like grandmas, right? They're like, hey hun. And you're like, oh, I'm like, I yeah. feel loved. They're like, you're my grandma or something. But I feel like from a guy, it would be kind of like a 26 year old guy. Uh huh. I don't know. Maybe he's just like an old man at heart. Maybe. But I would be like, 
I'm curious to know <laughs> if, if you any, did it, I would tell you to stop doing it. If I called people, honey, hey, yeah. honey. hey there, honey. It kind of sounds flirty. Like if you just walked into. Yeah, I could see that. Like if you wanted directions from someone and you walked up to him and you're like, hey, honey. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, honey. I don't know. Yeah. It's a, it would just, you'd, you'd just have to be a real genuine soul saying that or else I agree. You gotta with you. be it old. Might, I think you gotta be old. Off, it might come off a little, well, I mean, maybe he's just had some good old, just genuine kind parents growing up and I, and, and he just learned that from his uncles and his grandpa who were old. Like you gotta be old. <laughs> you think like it's a seniority thing. Yeah. Like I know an old guy from the South who calls me like sugar sugar but he's like a grandpa figure in my life yeah and it's not weird i know i don't call and he's like call me papa and i'm like <laughs> sure i will i'd love to huh yeah well i think we're both leaning on your side katie that it's a little 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 weird you got to be at least 60 um but then again i just i mean where's his heart at if it's just a super genuine kind soul and he's just saying honey like i mean i don't think see much wrong with that like Okay. But if it's coming off anything less than 100% just good-hearted, kind from a If a guy a your age nice came up place, to me and was like, hey, honey, like, would you yeah. be like, oh, that's totally normal and cool. What's up, If he up, was man? wearing like a collared button-down cowboy shirt and wranglers and boots, how would you feel? Hey, honey. Like I was in a, like a, a theme park or something. <laughs> what? <laughs> like if a cowboy like picture, at Disney like World. Cowboy yeah, like if Sheriff that. Woody came up to me and said that, I'd be hey, like, honey? oh, hey, Sheriff Woody. No, just like a legit, like a cowboy said that, like passing through Heber. It's weird if they're my age. Hey, honey. He, it, it does come off as a little flirty. All right. I think we've we've settled that one. All right. Next question. Heather. Good morning, Dashley. So there's a very silly argument that me and my husband have. Me and my husband of one year have had the same argument many times. So I want to know what you think. It has to do with Christmas and Santa Claus. Oh man, we uh -oh. haven't even. If you're a kid, turn. Don't stop listening. Yeah, uh, this we're about is your, to talk about Santa Claus. This is your friendly warning. This one, next one, is about Santa Claus. Everybody. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so both of us grew up where Santa came and brought presents to our families on a Christmas. My family never wrapped our Santa presents because Santa didn't have time to wrap all the presents for all the kids in the world where his family did wrap. Where his family <laughs> Sounds like your parents yeah, yeah. got lazy one year. <laughs> yeah, his family did wrap the Santa presents. We both want to what? try for kids. And this is something that will come up when we do have children. We have had huge arguments over this because we both feel like the way we grew up is the right way. And that is the way we want to raise our children. What do you guys think? Wrapped Santa presents or not wrapped Santa presents? Okay, well, presents are always more fun if they're wrapped. I agree. It's more of a, it like extends the experience. I thought this was going to be, yes, we believe in Santa or no, we don't believe in Santa. But it's just whether or not they wrap the presents from Santa. Yeah, you guys will have to write in for that one. Write in to who? To us to get us to talk about that. <laughs> what do you mean? Whether or not we're going to do Santa. Oh, yeah. Okay, Back to the question at hand. Also, mythically, I believe that Santa would have time to wrap every present in the world. He has all of his elves. So if you're going to go ahead and believe in Santa, might as well believe that all He's of his already elves making... have time to wrap presents. Also, every single Christmas movie ever made about Santa has the presents wrapped. So if we're going for consistency here, Santa will deliver wrapped presents. I just feel like if he can make presents for every kid in the world, he could probably wrap them. Most definitely. 
but I get that he's super busy. So if you want to like believe he's just like work into the last well, ding of I mean, the clock. But if they watch any movie and they see Santa wrap those kids presents, is like Santa just not care about me as much. Like why didn't he wrap mine? But he wrapped Mickey Mouse's and he wrapped. Well, I would just say, well, like dear, that's just a movie. Those movie producers are just trying it's to. It's just Santa. They're all. It's all just. Movie mythical. Santas are not real Santa. Because there's. That's. Some, there, there is no real Santa, Ash. Don't. All that. you know about Santa is what you see in the movies. Everyone who says that or there's the no mall, real Santa is. And all the presents around Santa at the mall are wrapped too. So if we're going for consistency, they should be wrapped. Because Santa and all of his elves have time to wrap presents. I agree. Okay. I get what she, they're going for, which is a whole nother character of Santa. Um, the realistic Santa. Just like a Santa who's just doing it all. He's a little bit tired. <laughs> okay. And he, all he can well, do is get the I'm presents in I'm on the side that we should take the time to wrap the presents. What do you think? Yeah. And maybe Santa's like a wizard. And if he was, he could just tap it with his wand. Well, and we're just wrap. talking about the time that the parents have and the money that they have to spend on wrapping paper, I think. Oh, well, <laughs> what? When did we start talking about money? Well, it's just like for some reason their parents didn't wrap the presents. Right. And Unless I guess that. that was a, like a really Trish trying to bring it home that Santa doesn't have time to wrap all the presents, even though they have wrapping paper at their disposal. Well, no one knows that. Is this just like going along with the story that you've come up with about Santa that he doesn't wrap presents because he's too busy? I think Santa's different in every house. Yeah, but the easiest way, I think, to keep some consistency with all the movies and what you're going to see in the mall and what your friends or Santa for your friends is doing, I think you should wrap the presents. That's mine. Okay. Hey, this is an email from Team Anchor that we just got a voice message from Brittany. Should we do this one in voice message form? Sure. Let's do it. Hey, Dallin and Ashley. It's Brittany and Bryce Miller. Um, we love your vlog and your podcasts, both of them. Um... So our, our, one of our little tiffs, is that a thing? Yeah, so I am a firm believer in putting knives and sharp object, objects face blade down while they're running in the dishwasher instead of blade up. Because in the past, I have cut my hand really bad because of the blade that was facing up. Ooh. And I like to put them down, or no, up, because when he puts them down, they get stuck when you're trying to push in the thing, and I believe adults should look before they touch a sharp oh, object. jab. So if you could settle that for us, that'd be great. Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. I don't think we've ever thought about this. No. I can tell you what I do. Here's what we do. Well, I just lay them on the top rack so they're just laying down. They're not even sticking in the silver Because our thing. kids get into it sometimes. And the dogs lick them. <laughs> um, if I do throw them in the rack, I like torpedo them in like a spearfishing. So like they go blade in and they get stuck down. They do get stuck down there in the grid Uh huh. because I throw them in so forcefully. Yeah. No, I'm afraid of the same thing that the husband's afraid of. Still, like cutting my hand on it because you're... Okay, that was a low blow, Brittany, calling saying that husbands or adults can can look. Look, adults get busy. You're going to reach in real quick without thinking one time. It only takes one time to get cut. So I'm on your husband's side Safety there. Safety patrol over here. No, for real. Like there's, there's a super sharp blade sticking up. Like if you just reach Shoot. down without thinking just one time, you're going to cut yourself. Um, I just feel like I'm kind of on Brittany's side. 
because I also believe that they would get cleaner poking up. The water can like swish around them better. So if there's no kids in the house, I would still stick the blades down, down facing. I'm on the husband's side here. I feel like it's harder to put them in with blade up though. I know. Like you have to like be careful with your fingers and like when you, Michael Scott tosses the scissors <laughs> yeah. in the office. <laughs> Thank you very much. But I agree with her. Adults should look one time in college. We had some guys over and they left the toilet seat up and my roommate went to go to the bathroom and she fell in the toilet. It's her fault. <laughs> and she should have looked. She should have looked. Well, I think they should have put it down because it was like our apartment. But that hey, was well, a life lesson to me to always look. You don't slice look. your hand open or your butt open with the toilet. <laughs> this is a sharp blade here. We could take one extra safety step and just stick it upside down. And it's not that big a difference cleanliness wise because... I've seen what goes on in dishwashers in a little glass display at a store one time. Okay. It's like, crazy up in there. Every single thing gets washed. No, they don't. I know this. <laughs> because things come out not washed. Well, if it was sitting in your sink for five days and it's all crusty ketchup stain on there, you know what I'm saying? Whose ketchup is that? Probably mine. Thanks for that low blow. <laughs> you started it. I took responsibility for the ketchup stain. You just had to reinforce it. So our only rule with knives is that we keep them high and we failed at keeping them in an organized place or keeping them. But we do keep them high now. We just kind of throw the them in a cupboard mm -hmm. way up high in a pile, which is not something you should do because it scratches things <laughs> and uh, it's like a dangerous situation to reach in. Uh -huh. And that, that is our, that is our input on your fight. Um, we have some more voice messages. Should we do a few more? Do you want to do one more? Yeah. Here's another voice message. Hey, Dashleys, I need your input. Nice. I use gel deodorant. I have my whole life. Um, I like gel better than stick deodorant because it doesn't leave the white residue. Mm -hmm. I wear a lot of black clothes. It dries and you're done with it. But everyone that I know thinks I am insane for using gel deodorant. All of my friends, all of my family use stick deodorant. And it's gotten to the point that they make fun of me now for using gel deodorant. And think that it is just the weirdest thing ever. I don't know anyone else that uses gel deodorant. I don't know why I started using it. But clearly other people are using it because it's sold in stores. Anyway, what's your input? What's your thoughts? What kind of deodorant do you guys use? Do you think gel's gross? I don't know. Maybe <laughs> I'm crazy. Maybe I'm not. Need your input. So... That's we, funny. I've never, I just never have had that debate with my family or friends to the point where they make fun of me for it. Do they it. have girl deodorant that's a gel? Maybe they don't. I don't know if there's girl gel deodorant. I've only shopped for men's deodorant. Is that really true? I think gel is fun. You get to like spin the knob and it comes out and it's squishy. Gel is funner and easy to put on. And it is clear. Um, I don't even wear deodorant anymore. You don't? No, because Dallin bought, so we, sh we, sh it's so Dallin bought all this deodorant and I stopped buying deodorant and I was sharing with him for a while. And then like Ew. he got like this. Um, it's, it's nice. Cause we didn't want to buy deodorant with aluminum in it. I, and so he bought, is it aluminum? I don't know. There's some kind of, it's, it's, whatever. The, it's the antiperspirant in there that is, um, that some studies have shown causes cancer. So we decided to buy like an all natural deodorant. And then the thing about all natural deodorant is it's kind of sticky or it's just like, it's not the same as the consistency as the other deodorant. So when Dallin uses it, it gets all hairy. 
And so like I tried sharing you with him. You could have your own deodorant. Are you blaming me for not re- no. wearing deodorant? No, and then I just didn't, when I, when I got pregnant, I don't know what happens when I'm pregnant, but I stop having smelly armpits. It's just one of those. It's one of those. It's the it's one like thing one of, that goes right during pregnancy. Yeah. Um, so I got out of the habit of using it and now I just don't use it anymore, which is not great that it is all natural. And then when I, when I have been like, oh, I think I should use deodorant today. I go and open up the one that we have out, which is Dallin's. And it's like all hairy. So then I never use it. I'm like being negatively. That's just on you for rewarded. not having your own deodorant. It is, but I just, you know, I'm lazy. So I'm not going <laughs> to go get it. Selectively lazy. Yeah. Selective laziness. That's uh, our deodorant story. Anyways, I we just used some kind of deodorant from Costco. It's like a natural one. It had one. like a name. What was its name? It's like Schmidt or, or Schmitz. 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 I think it's Schmitz. Yeah. Anyways, um, it seems like there's a lot more important things in life than making fun of somebody for their deodorant. So you should tell your family and friends to just lay off your deodorant choices and um, like at least I wear it. At least I wear it. Lisa, (laughs) Becky, (laughs) and then uh, I think nothing's wrong with gel either. And if it does smell like boy deodorant, I love the smell of boy deodorant. Shoot, they make some really good smelling deodorant. Yeah, so go for it. Follow your heart. Mm -hmm. You probably do a lot of things better than those people who are not using, who are like making fun (laughs) of you using deodorant. Wait, we have to listen to this one. Please help so I don't lose my mind. Okay. This has to be a good one. One, one more. Hey, Dashleys. My name is Teresa, and I love you guys so much. You're amazing. Thanks, Teresa. What I need help with is my husband and chores, and I know you guys say call family meetings, and I have before. I don't know what to do. I've Mm. lived with him for five and a half years. I love him dearly, but he doesn't do his chores unless I nag him, and that's very frustrating. He says he doesn't see they need to be done. And me, I'm an anxious cleaner, so I'm constantly yes. cleaning. And eventually I get to the point where I start doing his chores. And then he And knows. then I overflow and I blow up. Oh. So please help. I don't know what to do and I don't know how to fix this. Five and a half years and he still doesn't do it. I need some, some help on how to fix this situation before I go nuts. Thank you. I love you guys. Goodbye. Do you want me to do what I would do before you do it? Say what you would do. Uh, what what are you gonna do okay this sounds like it's gotten pretty bad okay and they've already had family meetings and he's still just not like like doing his fair share around the house is what it sounds like and that's what we're gonna assume okay go ahead okay so i believe that all adults have the ability to be responsible and to act like grown-ups i also believe that all kindergartners have that ability to act like a grown-up essentially and to be responsible and to remember like Everyone has the ability to remember and to like make things a priority. Sometimes grownups act like kindergartners and then you just need to like encourage them as you would encourage a kindergartner. You can do sticker charts. You could do like reward systems. Ashley puts a lot of things through the lens of a kindergarten teacher because she was one for three years. So like if he's having a hard time with lots of chores, let's just focus on one chore. This is what you do in kindergarten. And you say, like, let's pretend his name is Bob. And you'd say, Bob, like, it would really mean a lot to me if you could just do this one thing every, and you have to be specific. Like, do you want him to do it once a day? Do you want him to do it twice a day? Once a week? Twice a week? And be like, if, if you can do this for me, this will be your reward. And like, you could even have a huge thing of his favorite candy hidden somewhere in the house. And he's going to get hungry and he's going to know it's around. And he's going to be like, 
Like Dallin used to hide candy for me. Not, not to get me to do stuff, but I have a favorite candy and he would give me like a piece every once in a while and it would be hidden and I wouldn't know where it was. I should start doing that again. Um, But if he was like, if you like, if you do this, I'm going to give you some of that hidden candy. I would literally do anything sometimes. <laughs> like if you were like, I'll give it to you if you take out the trash. Like I would have done it because I wanted the candy so bad. <laughs> Try simple fun bribes. Yeah, like uh, some, like get him some of his favorite candy or some and hide it really well. I don't, I feel like we're treating this with not with as much as much importance as we. She said she's about to literally lose her mind. No, it's make it bad. fun for your husband. Yeah. So man, I feel so bad that that it's gotten to this point. But do your best to make it fun. Obviously, I know that you have. The, what makes it hard is that you have some specific anxiety around this issue, and so um, I would see what you can do, like personally, to work on that. And maybe not let it be uh, like torment your mind so much, whether it's like, you know, find a, a therapist because it's a very legit real thing to have anxiety around cleaning. A lot of it has to do with like growing up. We have friends who like have seen therapists around like their anxiety around cleaning and it's done wonders for them. So like if that very may well be a thing for you and that's definitely something that could help so that first off, it doesn't drive you so crazy because like speaking from somebody who does not have this anxiety it's like, to me, it's no big deal. Like I, I can do it later. I can do it tomorrow. It's like not the end of the world. I'm still alive. My heart's still beating. Like I have everything around me that's important to me. Like it's, it's really something that can be put off and it's no big deal. Ashley, on the other hand, her reality is that cleaning is a very, very, very big deal. And I do my best to try to accommodate that as much as I can in my present mind without having reminders on my phone every five minutes. You know what I'm talking about? So like... Um, do what you can to control your own anxiety around cleaning and then just do your best to make it fun. And I really hope that that's, that's helpful to you and that you take it in the right, the right light. Um, helpful things that I have discovered. If it means a lot to me, then that probably means that I should be doing it. Because if it means a lot to me and I depend on someone else to do it, they're probably not going to do it as much as I want it to be done. It's just so, two different worlds, two different paradigms, two different, different perspectives, two different lenses of seeing th the same thing. The candy thing was a fun idea and it honestly might work wonders. Um, if it's like, we'll find out what would be fun for him to receive for doing something. Yeah. To make it fun, make a game out of it. But you used like you would use the word his chores. So like, I don't, if you, maybe you guys decided on chores together, but if it's like, you're kind of been in charge of cleaning and you kind of decided what he needs to clean, that might be something he like doesn't care about because he has no stake in it and he has no say in it. And again, I don't know like what the situation is, but probably you just need to like stop and just be like, whatever, like cleaning is my thing and That's it's it. not his thing. And he does a lot of things that aren't my thing. If you just want to be happy, cause it sounds like, and I've like been there like with like, like Dallin and his laundry, like the, in your drawers. Like I used to like stress about that because it, yeah, we talked about but that. like growing up, that was a stressful thing. Like your drawers need to be organized and clean. Uh -huh. And like, I eventually just stopped caring. And, and then stopped putting that on me. I and stopped caring about my own drawers. There we go. But just if it really means a lot to you and it really doesn't mean a lot to him, then that's just kind of on you to like satisfy your needs and not put on him. If you guys were like kind of equal, like it would be great if he wanted to help you and if he wanted to keep the house at your standard of clean. But if it's just like not his standard and he's not like disgusting, I mean, it dirty, sounds like it's come to a point where he's really really not going to make a lot of big changes really fast because you've been trying a lot 
And so like that kind of mentality, like I will not be happy until somebody else does something for me. It kind of makes you the victim kind of waiting in this, in this victim mentality where, um, where things happen to you instead of things happen because of you. you know, but if you kind of switch it around and say, acknowledge reality and embrace it and find solutions and make something happen for you rather than like waiting and hoping and, and blaming others for your, your unhappiness. And as hard as that is, I mean, that's where true happiness comes from is, is being accountable and things happen because of you, not things happening to you in the house. We have like a, I follow this girl simply on purpose on Instagram. And one of her big sayings is, and I don't know if it's her saying or someone else's saying that she's quoting, but she says a lot, like people do what they do because of what happens to them when they do them. So, and this is kind of going into like five love languages stuff. Like if he's not doing something that you'd really love him to do, like make it known to him that it would mean a lot to you and you would feel so loved if he did it. And just like, keep your eye out. Like you do this in kindergarten too. Like you wait and wait and wait and watch so carefully for them to do something that you want them to do. And when they do it, you like overload with praise and just like happiness and love. Like one little thing that he did that was headed in the right direction of what you want him to do. At the end of the night, you just like, honey, when you did that, I felt no, like so when it freaking happens, loved. Or like, and then yeah. you just tackle him. I mean, that's coming from a physical touch person. <laughs> that's like my main love language. That's how I know Ashley really, really loves me is like that. I get so much validation when she like comes on to me or initiates that. So maybe he's different, but whatever communicates your strong love and validation and, and, and like love for him, do that right after he does the littlest thing that is kind of in the direction of where you, where you want him to be at and just reward positive behavior and um, don't negatively reinforce things because negative reinforcement doesn't work. Right. They associate the, the negative reinforcement with the person rather than with the behavior more often than not. So it's just making you look like a butt. So he's just like, man, there she goes nagging me again. Versus like when you praise him for what he does, right? This applies to kids and adults. Then he's like, oh, that was fun. I can do more of that. This is coming to you from Dallin and Ashley who have attended one parenting conference and it changed our lives. <laughs> and read one chapter of one marriage book. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, hopefully this was semi-helpful and fun and um, and hopefully we didn't destroy any kids' beliefs about Santa Claus. We love you guys and have a great rest of your day. <laughs>